0: Hello and welcome to Just a Guy and his journey back to God. So today we're in Psalm 67, but before we go there, let's uh, go to God in prayer. Lord God, thank you. Thank you for this day and for watching over us, for the many blessings, for the way you watch over us, you care for us, you love us, the way that you're engaged in our lives Father, I just lift up this time. I lift up this short reading. I just pray that truly we would understand your, vo- we would hear your voice, and we would understand your ideas and your your will. I just pray for your Holy Spirit to guide us, to open our hearts, open our minds, and provide us with your insight, your wisdom, and understanding. I pray there would be nothing from me, just everything from you, and that we would gain a greater understanding and grow closer to you. It's in Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So, Psalm 67, very, very short. It's got a few things right at the beginning that are very similar to some other scriptures. Um, But at the same time, there was one point that Charles Spurgeon pointed out to me that was very impactful. And it made me think about my whole relationship with God. So, let's go ahead and jump on into... Psalm 67, verse 1. May God be gracious to us and bless us and make his face shine on us so that our ways may be known on earth, our salvation among all nations. May the people praise you, God. May all the people praise you. May the nations be glad and sing for joy, for you rule the people with equity and guide the nations of the earth. May the people praise you, God, and may all the people praise you. The land yields its harvest. God, our God, blesses us. May God bless us still so that all the ends of the earth will fear him. And that's it. Seven quick verses. But re- what really struck me was when I was reading a sermon by Charles Spurgeon that he that he delivered in July of 1868 where he focused on just this one, one little verse. God, even our God, blesses us. And he pointed out that when people call God, you know, I've always thought about the, not always thought about this, but I've always thought of God just kind of as God. Is he mine? Is he someone else's? Is he just this being? I talk about Jesus being my Lord, but I don't fully understand what that means because we don't really have lords and kings and stuff like that anymore. But Charles Spurgeon started talking about what does that really mean when we add that word own or are? You see, when it's our God, when it's our country, when it's our family, when it's our wife, our husband, our spouse, when it's our children, there's something very, very personal there. There's also something that really draws us to that. And I was thinking about this in light of a candidly a date I had last night, and I was talking to this person about the podcast and about stuff, and was I, you know, I, God is part of who I am, and this whole journey is part of who I am. So I am definitely going to talk about it, especially if I got raised. But then I started thinking about it this morning as I was reading this from Spurgeon. Am I doing it because God is some is just, is God and deserves it? Or is it because he's my God? Is it because he is my God that I have 100% sold out to him? And that I enjoy being with him. That I can't wait to fellowship. That I can't wait to pray. That I can't wait to be with. That on a daily basis, I feel incomplete if I don't pray and talk to him. Is he my God? Have I really made him my God? Because I don't think it really hits home to me when I say my Lord and Savior. I th- I, it's just the whole Lord's thing and the, the king thing and all that stuff just doesn't hold for me in the United States in 2023. I don't get, I don't understand, even though I'm a huge fan of history and I understand those, those elements. I haven't ever lived them though. So I have an intellectual understanding versus an, uh, versus an emotional one. And then I have an emotional one, though, tied to my country. I love my country. And it's my country, and I'm passionate about it. I love my children. I love my girls. And I'm passionate about them. I love my grandson. I love my friends. And I'm passionate. But is it just God out there? Until I put the word my or are, am I... Do I have the same passion? And the reality is, is no. But when I start thinking about him as my God, and not saying it in some swear way or some exclamation, but he's my God. There's a whole different element of, of passion there for me. And I think that's what Spurgeon really opened up to my mind and to my heart was he's my God. Of course, I'm going to talk about him. Of course, I'm going to talk to him. Of course, I'm going to love him because he's my God. He's not just some being. I found that to be extremely impactful to me. So with that, let's go back to God in prayer. Lord, my God, I thank you. I thank you that you are my God, that you care about me, you love me. And more than that, you allow me and you want me to fellowship with you. And that you are my God. So, Father, I thank you and I praise you for that. And I just pray as we go through these days, through this day, and the ones to come, as we go through struggles and our hearts are challenged, our minds are challenged, that we would understand that our God is by our side, that our God is involved and in control that you're there with us and love us and want what's best for us. So, Father, I thank you for this time. I just lift up our families. I just pray you'd watch over them. Keep your angels about them. Keep them from harm. And may they have peace. I know we have family that is sick, friends that are sick. And I just pray for your mercies to be upon them. You're the great physician. It's by your stripes we are healed. And I just pray for your healing to be upon all of those we love and those who are ill. I just pray, Father, for you to be with us, guide us, restore our nation to where it brings you joy again. I just thank you and I praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. Hey, thanks for joining me at Just a Guy and his journey back to God. I hope you have a great day.